0: A couple of quick updates. First and foremost, the office is starting to come together. We still have a lot of boxes out there. But more importantly, the painters show up tomorrow. They're telling me it's going to be a two or three jo- day job. So can't wait to show you what we get to. And then we can really start putting the big pieces together. So uh, look forward to that. On to the daily financial news. There is a couple of things we have to talk about. First and foremost, as I shared yesterday morning, we were due for a uh, dead cat bounce. Basically, the algorithms taking over as indices crash or crash through certain trend lines. That happened yesterday, quite the reversal. Uh, at one point in the day, I think the Dow was down 1100 only to finish up. And then, as I shared with you, it would then go back down as trend lines and algos take over. So again, this is a reversal. This is uh, the beginnings of a bear market. And for those of you that want to see my puppies, I am holding the little one. That is Sonny right there. Hi, Sonny. How are you? Almost six months old now, I think. So thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Um, So again, we are entering a bear market. Uh, I have some stats about the last bear market or the dot-com crash because a lot of us talk about it, but not a lot of us experienced it. So instead of sharing with you my hazy memory of pain, I went ahead and collected some data for you that we will go through in a minute. Uh, but be careful out there. This is, um, this is a treacherous market. Uh, it can really go against you. So a couple other things we got, we're starting to get earnings come out. IBM came out yesterday. Uh, they beat top line, beat bottom line. Uh, They're spinning out their infrastructure unit. So in my opinion, as an accountant, it's on a messy quarter. When you're spinning out a business unit, you have certain um, gray areas where you can move expenses around, likely capitalized versus operational and just lots of ways you can manage the number. So not a quarter that I would particularly be happy with. More importantly, this was a shocker. If more companies do this, it's bad. I don't think they will, but IBM, shame on you. IBM declined, declined to give a forecast uh, for uh, the next quarter. That is something that was very common Q1, um, Q1 reporting, right? So Q2, like April May of 2020 hasn't been done in a while. So to hear IBM do that did not give me warm and fuzzy. So uh, be careful out there. Jim Chanos is out talking again. He is interesting because he is a really big bear. uh, So that is interesting. He has made some very interesting comments that I agree with. Uh, Like the dot-com craze, the person that's going to get hurt the most in this correction are the retail investors. The one who came in Um, on the way up, really piled in at the top, uh, they are going to get hurt. And I say this as someone who did it 20 some years ago. So I feel your pain. Again, this is a very dangerous market with risk on risk on risk. Uh, Also, Jim is out talking about that the Fed, um, the notion that the Fed will continually bail out the market is something that has to be reversed. The the Fed put is not good because what you do is you get Wall Street, they layer on the risk, they get all the upside, and then when it blows up, there is no downside. They get bailed out. So this Fed put needs to go away. Uh, And on that, I went ahead and did some research on Paul Volcker because I believe he was the last Fed president that said, no mas. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Actually, we'll talk about that right now. Again, a lot of us talk about Paul Volcker. We talk about the dot-com craze, but we haven't done the research, or we are speaking somebody else's truth. So some Paul Voker facts, uh, a lot of this was sourced from Wikipedia. Uh, first and foremost, he served as the Fed president for two terms, actually from 1979 to 87. Uh, both were four-year terms, obviously. He was preceded by William uh, Miller. Uh, Again, remember about six or nine months ago, I did a whole research on William Miller. He was not an economist, not a money guy. He was a business guy. I did this research after Powell changed the priority from stable prices to full employment. And I crucified Powell because he was going to be the next William Miller. And if you don't know who he is, look him up. He is credited with being the great inflation creator. When you give up on stable prices and focus on employment, you get it, but you also get inflation, a la Jerome Powell. Man, scary, scary stuff. So we we shall see. And after uh, Paul Volcker was Greenspan, Alan Greenspan, which really was the first Fed president I studied in detail. uh, Inflation peaked. I don't know how many of you know this. March of 1980 at 14.8%. Uh, Paul Volcker took the Fed's funds rate, which we're whining about a quarter or a half a point, he took it all the way up to 20% in June of 1981. These are things that uh, maybe you haven't thought about. But here's the deal. What Paul Volcker did is he took the Fed funds rate above inflation. I want you to hear that. He took it above inflation to break the back of inflation. So if we're whining or afraid of a 1 or 2% fed funds rate and inflation is 7 or as I have shared with you more likely 10, what are we doing? What really are really that's what we're talking about? So again, if Powell is serious, and yes, maybe some of this inflation is transitory but not much, we might be in for much 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 higher rates. Again, things to watch for Again, as I've shared with you, again, one of the things we have to do if we're going to break inflation is one of the unfortunate but almost required outcomes is a recession. Paul Volcker engineered what I shared yesterday was two recessions. Most people now kind of blend them together. Uh, The 1980 to 1982 uh, recession, that was about 20 months in duration. If you've been on my channel for any length of time, you know there has been a story that I've shared that was very personal, very hurtful, where we were a weekend away from being foreclosed and moving to another state to live with my grandparents. That was the era. So I know what it's like to have a recession like that. And again, this is what I started sharing yesterday. I think it was the video that went out at seven o'clock. One of the unfortunate things that we have to watch is the unemployment rate. I believe the unemployment rate goes up this year, goes up over four and a half percent. That is what happens in a recession. Yes, I know we have 11 million jobs. Yes, I know we have a, um, a workforce participation rate problem. I believe as markets correct, people will feel less wealthy. The folks who retired two or three years early will go back to work, goosing the unemployment number so I do not have a rosy picture of the year. Uh, What else do I got? So that's that. Next up, did some research on the bear market or what is often called the dot-com craze. Uh, A lot of you are holding stocks today, like I'm not going to sell. I'll wait back to get to break even. Well, I have some unfortunate news for you. And again, you're free to do what you like, but I just want you to know what you're signing up for. If you bought AMC or GameStop at the peak, let me give you an example of my world. And this is all stuff you can look up right? Go to uh, your favorite stock uh, platform and look this data up. Cisco Systems is a stock I was trading and making gobs of money on. The symbol is CSCO, so you don't have to look it up. It peaked on uh, December of 1999 at a price of 77.31, so $77.31. That was 1999. 22 years later, the highest it has ever gotten was December of 21, and it was $64.28. It was not even within 18% of its all time peak. That's what you're signing up for potentially 20 years of dead money. I tried to share with you yesterday with Greg Dickerson the notion of opportunity cost. A lot of you have got to look that up, ask yourself some hard questions. Right, because being hodl or diamond hands in an environment where you are so deep underwater because you made a bad bet, and that's not an investment, that was a bet, let's be serious, you could be signing up for 22 years and not even get within 15%. Again, CSCO, go look it up, ask yourself some questions. There was a surprise interest rate um, move yesterday, Again, a surprise raise in interest rate. This is going to be happening all year, I believe. It wasn't in the United States. It was actually in Singapore. Singapore raised rates uh, in a surprise move between meetings. This was not a scheduled meeting. This was a surprise move. This is what may happen to our Fed as we go forward this year. They will just raise like Paul Volcker did over a weekend. Yes, it can happen. So again, this strengthened the Singapore dollar. And it was the first surprise move since 2015. Again, we are entering interesting times. Be careful out there. If you thought the last two years were easy money, and they were, the next two years likely will not. Some more facts about the dot com bubble because, again, we talk about it, but nobody does the work. So here you go. The dot com bubble part peaked March 10th, 2000, at a uh, NASDAQ at 5,048.62. It then went on a two year bloodletting, death by a thousand cuts, it fell 80%, 80%. Bottoming out October of 2002, seven trillion dollars of market valuation was destroyed. Lots of companies who didn't make money, who were the darlings of the dot com, did not exist this is going to happen again. I don't know if you saw this, but Blackstone, Blackstone is out shopping, folks. Blackstone just spent $3.7 billion to acquire 42 multifamily garden-style apartments in 13 states like Georgia, Florida, and Texas. Yes, folks, Blackstone sees uh, a lot of value or at least higher value in apartments. So again, that is going on. More earnings to talk about. Johnson and Johnson missed on revenue, but gave a decent forecast. American Express. This is one I watch because of small businesses. American Express reported record card spending. Uh, again, this is interesting as we go forward. We're gonna have to watch because this is a one-quarter blip or whatnot. Uh, other interesting news. Four states. Let's see. Let's get your fingers ready. Let's have some audience participation. Get ready. There are four states that have um, regained all the job loss from the pandemic, right? We lost gazillions of jobs March, April of 2020. Four states have now exceeded uh, the unemployment, um, the folks that are employed uh, in them. Do you have any guess what four states those are? The first state I will give you right now is Idaho. Remember, I talked to the senior economist uh, of Idaho and basically talking about an unemployment rate sub 3%. So, again, lots of people moving there. So, it is Idaho, Utah, Arizona, and Texas. Yep, those are the four states. And then lastly, I don't know about you, but there is this big-ass YouTuber out there who sold everything. Uh, He's been picking on Bill Ackman, which I have done personally. Uh, for spreading fear, and Hilton going to zero, and then making a gazillion dollars, right? Well, now he's out there telling the market he's going short, and he is spreading fear himself. It just doesn't sit well with me. Uh, Someone who said, buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip, now going short big time, and preaching fear in every video, just makes me... I guess guess some people will do anything for a buck. That is not who I am, so... Crazy, crazy. And then lastly, on those four states, remember they were Texas, Arizona, Utah, and Idaho. I forgot one important stat. California and New York are not even close. California is 70% way back, and New York is 60% the way back. So again, Texas, Arizona, Utah, and Idaho above. California and New York suffering. All right, folks. It is Tuesday morning. I hope you have a wonderful day. If you like getting your stuff in uh, little bits and chunks, make sure you subscribe, like, comment, participate with me. I would love to do that. Share these videos. Let's just agree to do the work. Uh, Be careful out there. Don't gamble, right? If you're an investor, invest. If you speculate, speculate, but don't confuse each other. Again, I understand that fear sells, but I am not going to sell my soul for a freaking penny. I don't care how many pennies you line up. I'm happy already. So take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye-bye.